Welcome to the Late to the Nitro Party Podcast. This is episode number 8. Taking place at the Von Braun Civic Center in Huntsville, Alabama. Original air date October 23, 1995. It did a 2.6 TV rating with an attendance of about 7,000. Now, already in the ring are your hosts, Zach, Brent, and Clay. You are totally the biggest mark. And I have had the brain to see you. Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. And all these people are a bunch of stinking bums, aren't you? Reigning United States heavyweight champion, Brett Hitman Clark. So hello again, folks, and in case you couldn't understand uh, Stephen Hawking on our intro, we, uh, we're we going to be taking a look at WCW Monday Nitro from October 23rd, 1995 from the Von Braun, now known as the Von Brown Civic Center in Huntsville, Alabama. Attendance of this show was 7,000, 2,100 paid, so once again, less than half. So, Everybody, bring up your copy of this episode on the network and prepare to press play in 3, 2, 1, play. And we're off. WCW. Monday Nitro, baby. I, I'm excited. This is the last episode that we have to watch Halloween Havoc Holy promos. freaking Louie. <laughs> I'm so tired of those Halloween Havoc promos. Just, just machine versus machine, brah. <clears throat> so Grant, you out there? I'm here. Alright. I'm just taking it all in, man. Yeah. So this is this looks I, to be in another hockey arena. Right? I uh like a lot I, of I, empty space. I called my cable provider. I told them that I wanted to be part of the biggest thing in, in the history of the world. Sign me up. <laughs> and I'm So here we go. We're we're already havoc. starting off with, with a uh with a wrestler in the ring here, so we're getting right into a match for once and don't have to listen to Bischoff spout nonsense for five minutes. Oh, it's, the oh, it's Savage. Man. Look out. Wearing what appears to be a... Oh, wow. Just day glow, orange, green, purple... Camouflage, blue. yeah. Yeah, it's it's day, go, day glow camouflage, basically. I like that pattern. He, uh, it's a, he's basically wearing an oxymoron. He looks yes. <laughs> he, he looks like a giant bottle of Fago. <laughs> who's he uh, going out here? Oh, Kurosawa. Yeah, this is uh, Kurosawa, who's who's kind of been on a tear lately. I think he's he's actually undefeated kayfabe at this time. Uh, yeah, you know they're still touting him as he he broke Road Warrior Hawk's arm, so they're they're kind of giving him a rub off that, kind of showing how strong he is. Are the babies crying in my world or in your world, Grant? Uh, maybe both. Okay. <laughs> All right. Any uh, info on Kurosawa, Clay? Um, we went over it a couple episodes ago. I can. I think uh, Manabu Nakanishi is his name. Hmm. Still, he's still under contract in New Japan. Really? I think he's, he's like pushing fifty, so he's still huh. in the business. Um. They're they're doing an angle here where Savage is has an injured arm. I, I'm not sure if that happened on a previous Nitro or on another show, maybe Saturday night. 
but he's selling his arm, coming into the match injured, and Kurosawa, as we'll see, is going to work him over pretty good. But for some reason, goes straight for the leg. Yes, that makes <laughs> a whole lot of sense. Bischoff loves this because he keeps, you know, selling. Oh yeah, back leg round kick to the to the quad because. Oh yeah, he's a he's a TKD-er. Bischoff, Bischoff's a kickboxing fan. That's right. As we'll see he's a, here in a he's couple. A black belt, isn't yeah, he? Oh yeah, he's and whatever. Yeah, he's he tries to get himself over pretty uh, heavy here in a couple years as being a you know a kickboxer. When he challenges yeah, man. When he, well, he, and that he, remember. <laughs> Fought Larry Zabisco. Oh, yeah, that's right. And here we go. We are already out of the ring. Just one guy yeah. this time, though. So Savage is playing up that he's hurt and just gets brain chopped in the back of the head. So what kind of agent am I to believe that this man has, that he's injured and he still has to wrestle? Yeah, let's send him out there uh, against the guy who has an armbar submission. Right, right. Nice, uh, nice sort of modified vertebraker there by Kurosawa. We saw him do that on the outside with uh, Craig Pittman a couple weeks ago. Nothing like a 1800s plantation owner stereotype in 1990. Yes, I'm checking out the shirts in the background. Yeah, I always get infatuated with the crowd in these old shows. <laughs> In this match, we get a uh, update on the 1995 World Series because that was uh, the the one the Atlanta Braves actually do win. Oh, so who were they? Uh, uh, they beat the Cleveland Indians in six games, maybe, but a very 90s yeah. World Series. At, yeah. uh, at, 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 at the time that you view this, it may no longer be okay to say Cleveland Indians. So just <laughs> substitute uh, that with whatever it is, whatever their name is, now. what they're calling yeah. it. The indigenous native peoples. So with uh, with Ted Turner being the owner of the Braves, they got to play that up pretty. Yeah, uh, that's his other money maker. Pretty heavy, yeah. Well, this definitely wasn't his money maker per se. Yes, <laughs> he wasn't making a lot of money per se. I think they'd started turning profits in '96. Yeah, what I think at their height they made. Like sixty million dollars in their best which, year, and then which two, for Turner isn't all that much. No, <laughs> but three years later, they didn't exist as a company. They, they, like they lost way more than they ever made. Oh yeah, in the end. Yeah, there we go. World Series update. You should probably just tap out. Like I don't know. Yeah, but he, but he's he's Randy Savage. Yeah. He's crazy. He he's doesn't. A, he's know afraid any, that he'll take his spot. He doesn't know any better. In real life, this match never would have happened because of his arm injury. Right. So we we get a, a cut to commercial. I bet there's a Halloween Havoc promo. I don't. Like ah, the, damn it! <laughs> I, I, I don't like that we're going to commercial without like both guys outside the ring getting a ten count or something like that. Like, yeah, just sort of. There's still action going on. As far as I know, the greatest thing ever is happening, and I'm watching commercials for Surge and 3D Cheetos. Yep. And it would be funny if. They come back. Once they come back, like, you dismiss the greatest thing ever, and our Bruno replay doesn't San work. Bruno Martino has returned. <laughs> and we and lost his... the tape. It'll never be shown again. Yeah. We, yeah. They'll, well, they'll never let us show that again. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most gruesome thing ever. Yep. Too bad the censors can't allow it. So, uh, Sav is not getting a lot of offense in here, you'll notice. Kurosawa was basically whooping his ass. I'll bet he still wins. 
Sounds a little stiff. So, Grant, do you know what keel hauling is? Spell that. Not off the top I, of my head. Can, like, you, can you use it in a sentence? Well, probably not. <laughs> Where are you going hauling that keel? The reason why I bring that up is that Steve Mongo McMichael makes a reference to keel hauling. And Heenan, as Heenan does, acts like, what the hell are you talking about? And Mongo actually explains it as um, it was a form of, like, execution, I guess, for oh, old yeah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah. pirates and sailors, where they basically, like, drag you up under the boat and drown your ass. Yeah, I just, uh... Yeah, but the fact that Mongo references it during a wrestling match is very strange, and it's I like don't understand it. It's like the only smart thing he knows, and he just had to say He's it. Like, yeah, I gotta get it in. I learned something the other day. Uh, I better mention it. Yeah, Bischoff has to use kickboxing terminology during his wrestling match. Luckily, it was on that uh, boot that's taller that has the cover on it. Yeah, that was fortunate. I like the uh, Macho Man sign that was made with two pieces of dot matrix printer in the crowd. We've seen a lot of dot matrix printer um, signs in the crowd. I I wonder if they pulled the... uh, clothesline to the back of the head. So... Watch, watch this here. Um, he's face down and realizes shit. He's got to hit the elbow drop. Let me just let me uh, let me just oh, turn me over just, for you. Uh, yeah, there, there we, we go. go. Okay. Oh, my neck now I can take this. Move. Yeah. So I, I really think I would think Savage is safe enough in the ring to probably land it on the back of somebody without yeah. hurting them. So I kind of I kind of got to knock Kurosawa for that. It just looks it it looks pretty hokey. It looks fake, yeah. which is good. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, I sure don't want to go to Japan and get killed doing my job, so... True. <laughs> Savage never made it over to Japan, did he? I don't think. I'm sure he probably wrestled there some... Well, he probably wrestled, like, for some, like, yeah. MCW, maybe, but... Most guys from the 80s did a tour in Japan. Right. Savage got about two to three offensive moves in that entire match. Mm-hmm. He basically got his ass whipped for five minutes, hits two moves, and then wins. I think I saw Sling Blade in the crowd. <laughs> you mean Billy Bob Thornton? Billy Bob Thornton. So, uh, Mongo, wearing the Canadian tuxedo here, <laughs> his nice. denim shirt, oh, and, that, and Pepe in a denim shirt and a denim cowboy hat, and Bischoff in his ubiquitous turtleneck. Hmm. God, he's so bad. When does Mongo quit commentating and actually I start hope next rest? week. Like, like it, it can't come soon enough. At this point, I mean, I would rather watch him wrestle a 60-minute draw against Hacksaw. Oh, God. Against his dog. Then listen to him commentate another freaking Nitro. It's WCW. uh Uh-oh. It it would be a recorded match and he would commentate. Undertaker's coming out. It's it's Sting in a time machine. Okay. this guy. So, explain this. This guy is the master. And the ruler of the universe. Is the... He's the creator of the Dungeon of Doom. He's a mix between Skeletor and Uncle Fester, best I can tell. Bit. This uh, this guy's actually Curtis Iakea, who is a uh, was a pretty successful uh, wrestler in the uh, Pacific Northwest territories. Uh, went by the name of King Iakea. 
Um, here, he's playing a uh, sort of a cult leader who shouts a lot. <laughs> he says here that... Uh, Looks the, like an obese gargoyle. A little bit. <laughs> he says here that the this this is the insurance policy of the Dungeon of Doom, and naturally the Sherpa guides have unearthed a 13-ton block of ice from the Himalayas and have hauled it all the way to Huntsville, Alabama. There's a lot of mention of white Bengal tigers as well. Yeah, that's uh, they reference that as Hogan as the rare white Bengal tiger oh. because they shaved his whiskers right, right. <laughs> and other nonsense. I don't know. This was an era when this kind of stuff why could any, still fly. Why but... anything? That is obviously plastic. Like yeah. You, it's, yeah. I think that's an extra from an American Gladiator set. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of lo- has that look about <laughs> it. <laughs> and it's even glowing. <laughs> he also goes on to say that Hogan has surrendered his colors. You know, he came out in black the yeah, other week. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they shaved the whiskers off the rare white Bengal tiger. And now Hogan wanders in darkness. And hey, everybody, it's Paul White and Kevin Sullivan. Ridiculous. So, Sullivan is so freaking boring on the damn mic. Like, we -hmm. talked about this the other week, that the Giant, as green as he is, in my opinion, cuts a better promo. Like, he... It's a different type of promo, but I believe him more. Kevin Sullivan yeah. still cuts 1970s promos yeah. at this point. He's... He is right about that. Yeah. A little foreshadowing. For... <laughs> We're less than a year from that. I mean, Sullivan's promo is just so darn choppy. It, it just doesn't... Do we do we need him? I mean, the master Curtis Iakea cut. A, I mean, he did yeah. his job. No, he absolutely. cut a good promo. Why do we have to have Kevin Sullivan talk? I love Mean Gene selling that yeah, the Giants about to rip his hand off. He's so strong. That's awesome. No, out of out of the four people in frame right now, Kevin Sullivan's the worst. Yes, <laughs> yes. Wait, <laughs> he looks wait, constipated. Yeah, well, yeah, there is five. We've got uh, oh. somebody in that block of ice who. Right. Arguably, he was okay. I mean, he's probably at he this never, point a better worker than. <laughs> I love like the silhouette they're using inside that block of ice. That's obviously like a cardboard cutout or something. <laughs> I love. Uh, do you remember when um, Goldberg hits the jackhammer on Reese mm-hmm. and like the ring damn near broke? Yeah, probably like '98 sometime. I Because, you know, you shave somebody's mustache, they lose their mind. Um, that's how the Allies won the war, man. Someone shaved Hitler's mustache. Lost yeah, all his power. Lost all his power. Kevin Sullivan is also the same, like, size, shape, and proportions of Mean Gene. Yeah, like, yeah I, I want to say, size. maybe we mentioned that. It's like, you're the same height as Mean Gene Okerlund. How yeah. am I to believe that you can, you know... Can, you're this all-powerful, evil guy that can beat up Hulk Hogan. It's the same hairdo, just blonde, too. Yeah. Hey, guys. Oh my God. Good news. Halloween, ha- Havoc? Halloween Havoc's coming. I didn't hear about this one yet. Tell me, Bischoff. They they do promote the shit out of this. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many pay-per-view... I uh, wonder what their pay-per-view sales were. Huh. I should have looked up a buy rate. Yeah, I should have, too. Maybe, maybe we can we'll do that for out. next week. 
get some information. We will have a rundown of uh, Halloween Havoc for anybody that hasn't seen it and want to save three hours of your life. Just listen to us. We'll run it down, and you can go about your business. I don't know if you can hear it out there in the Internet world, but there is probably screaming kids in the background just... Never mind that. Yeah, they're fine. They're fine. They're, uh, we actually both run a labor camp out of our homes. Yes. And, uh, Make sneakers. Yeah, well, sneakers, jelly bracelets, anything you buy with tickets at Chuck E. Cheese, that comes yeah. out of my house. You got to do something in this recession. So, hey, everybody, it's the star of Thunder in Paradise. Who's that? Oh, that other guy, not Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, it's, it's like his sidekick. Yeah. Didn't uh didn't it have like a rip off of 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 Kit from uh Yeah, it was like Night Boat from yeah, the Simpsons. Yeah, it was it was exactly. It was a talking <laughs> boat. Like I uh, like there's always a canal. <laughs> I actually do remember watching Thunder in Paradise. So no, so do I. I. I can't say I ever watched it. I remember it. I remember watching it and I was like 10, so I enjoyed it. But So Hogan, in all in black, gets to uh, cut another promo. The star of Thunder in Paradise. He actually gets a decent reaction here. He doesn't really get booed a lot. Where are we at again? We're in Huntsville, Alabama. Hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe some. Uh, maybe that's a Hogan's stronghold. Yeah, I figured New York could be his stronghold, but I'm not sure why I mean, he's he in Alabama. He doesn't him. get booed out of the building like he did, uh, like in Chicago, he just got... Or Bischoff's figured out how to pipe in the crowd. Yeah, that's, that's very possible. <laughs> this is great. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of the Dungeon of Doom, <laughs> I shall feel no, fear no evil, dude. I like Coolio's version of that better. Dude bro. Oh my god. Oh, in this promo, we get a reference to the O.J. Simpson uh, trial. That's right. In which Hogan says, like, this is not PC at all. I can't believe they let him get away with this. He says, we all know what a guy in a pair of black gloves can do. And then he makes a throat-slashing motion. It's like, whoa. Uh, People didn't care at this point. Easy, buddy. Was this... The original trial or the retrial? This was the this was ninety five. So That's yeah, the, this was it's the original trial and the retrial you're thinking of is the uh, the civil trial. Civil suits. Right. Well, don't take that off. You've got a neck injury. Oh, well, he doesn't need it. You mean it was a? It wasn't real the whole time. <laughs> then why was he wearing it? I don't understand. He's da- Oh, yeah, is he down to one cross or is one of them black? One of them is black. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This promo goes on far too long, like most of Hogan's promos, because he's, he's allocated a certain amount of TV time, so uh-huh. they just got to send him out there and let him jabber on for ten minutes. Hogan's going to cut a promo on Sting, Luger, and Savage, saying that they're turning, his back, turning their backs on him. Sting stole his colors. We will see Sting wearing red and yellow later tonight, so I, I, at least... Uh, I really do like to think that this is some sort of foreshadowing to what ends up happening. I, I don't know that they put it all together. You're, you're, but you're giving them way too much credit. No, I know, I know. But yes, let's go ahead and just think of it that way. At least it makes him makes his heel turn make sense. Right. I, I, I wish they would have played that a little bit. I I don't think they do, but I will find yeah, out. Yeah, they would. They would have like 
talked about this in like eight or nine months, whenever it actually happens. Like that would have made Bischoff look so smart. Yeah, but you but, know, like he decided like the week before that. Like, oh yeah, we're doing this. Yeah, it, you're giving him way too much credit. <clears throat> Who goes to war with monster trucks? Just if the just give them guns, just send them on the roof with guns. Just <laughs> you know, it would have been funny for Halloween Havoc if they used the announcer from the video game Monster Truck Madness to announce it. <laughs> like they totally Hulk should Hogan have. is doing it in the air. <laughs> doing it in the air. <laughs> is that on PlayStation One? Computer, computer. It was computer. A, it was a Windows game. It was a Windows ninety five game. Holy crap. The giant is out of control. Why? Why is Kevin Sullivan cross-eyed <laughs> in his Saturday night picture? <laughs> it's like his mugshot. So we uh, we get to see that Harlem Heat's active still in some of these WCW. Yep. Well, I I think they're one of the one of the best modern tag teams for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, like many tag teams, we'll often see the more talented of the two right. goes on to. Quite a bit of success. I mean, I'd also like to at, point out at this time, WCW still active with tag team wrestling. I, I I think WWF by now has just about abandoned it, if not completely. They they have the new day. And oh, that's about here it. we go. Two future horsemen right here teaming up. Yeah, and the Malenko and Benoit. The the horrible thing is that one of the guys announcing is one of the other ones. Oh horsemen. yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for, for don't give it away for people who don't know. Oh, right. If they're watching this thing, they'll high guarantee. It looks like Malenko pared down his mullet a little bit. <laughs> looks like he trimmed that up. It's not quite you as... You mean uh, Benoit? Or, yeah, sorry, Benoit. I looked, think he missed a spot on his mustache, too. Take a looked look at like, that. Yeah, I saw that. It looked like he kind of had a little soul patch there. But, like, not centered. So we've got uh, Malenko and Benoit taking on Eddie Guerrero and Mr. JL. It was supposed to be Eddie Guerrero and Alex Wright, but we'll see Alex Wright coming out here with a... Uh, I'm not sure if this is kayfabe or not, but he's got a knee injury, so JL's replacing him. So, hey, we get Benoit, Malenko, and Guerrero in, in a match. So, yeah. you got to take it when you can get it. And, you know, Jerry Lynn's not bad either. No, not not bad at all. I mean, he's, he's fine. Speaking of tag teams, I actually just watched this earlier. There is a... Uh, in Georgia somewhere, there was, like, a attempted murder, like a car chase and attempted murder. It ended up, they wrecked in a Hardy's parking lot or something. Like, recently? Just, like, yesterday. Oh. And it just happens that this is across the street from a restaurant that Scott Steiner owns. And he was interviewed as oh a witness on the news. I have to watch And they it. don't know who he is. They refer to him as the guy who owns the restaurant. Oh, that's and he great. Does, he doesn't... He doesn't sell who he is or anything. Does he call anybody a hat? No. That's what I had. He, doesn't. he has the hat on, but he still has the, the blonde oh, and black that is goatee. Awesome. He's, and he's totally normal. But they uh, don't I, have any idea I, who I, he is. I, I wish you would have been in character. Just hitting on the reporter, holler if you hear me, flexing. Big bad booty daddy. To all the freaks out there. <laughs> I have a Scott Steiner shirt somewhere. You need to look up some of these old wrestling shirts that we have yeah. uh, on eBay and stuff. That uh, Bash of the Beach '99 one with um, you know Malone and Rodman and Rodman? all that. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars shirt now, and I Is have it really. That. Yeah. So on if eBay. you ever get in a pinch and need a hundred dollars really bad, like I was telling Clay the other day, I really want one of them Brady Lewis special NWO six shirts. The six shirts. Yeah. Those are 
crazy expensive. Are they? I've uh, one. I've I've got my outsider shirt. That that'd be a good one too. Yeah. I have like four sting shirts that I haven't looked up yet, but. We get some uh, high flying shenanigans. Oh, mm, they almost that they almost headbutted each other there. It looked like. So both of the all four of these guys really, I mean, they've all wrestled in Mexico, all wrestled in Japan. A lot of fast paced action. This is basically an ECW match from like a year before. This. Right. Yeah. Which at that point would have been Eastern Championship Wrestling, I believe, still, in 94. In 94 it may have been. I don't know if they hadn't adopted the extreme gimmick yet. I remember the first, uh, back in the early days, I don't know, probably 97-ish. 96, 97. I wanted, uh, like I just, I, you could occasionally catch ECW on satellite, but not really. So that, I want... that is the most needlessly complicated <laughs> arm drag in history. So yeah. I wanted an EC, I wanted an ECW tape, and my my grandma got me one for Christmas, and I was so excited. It was unfortunately called We Wrestle, and it was a tape showcasing the fact that they could also put on good, solid technical matches, not just extreme stuff. So there's not even a chair shot on the uh, whole effing tape. <laughs> nice uh, tilt the world backbreaker there from Eddie on Malenko made that look really good. Not botchy at all. Yeah. You will find that in cruiserweight matches around this era that a lot of stuff is kind of like that move earlier. There's a lot of needless spinning and flipping just to do like a DDT. Yeah, a lot of this, too, we'll see in this match. There's some real neat stuff, but Bischoff doesn't know what to call it. That's, um, uh, oh, we got a rumble in the back. Hold on. We interrupt this really amazing match for To show you two guys clubbing each other. So uh, Scott Norton and uh, the Shark... Getting into it, you'll remember a couple weeks ago when uh, Norton had his lost his match against Savage and mm-hmm. Shark fell yeah, out yeah, on his legs. That's yeah. why they're feuding. I imagine so I imagine Scott Norton just does this in the back all night. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. Haku actually started it. I don't know why. <laughs> we had uh, we had Bunkhouse Buck, Dick Slater, and Haku trying or Ming, I guess, trying to break that up. Huh. Um, back to the cruiserweight matches. I, that's why later you'll see him bring in. Uh, uh, Tanay, um, is is one of the reasons they cite is to call those matches because he's a lot more technically knowledgeable on that stuff. He, he knows what moves are called, right. basically. Nice. Oh my God! Look at that! Look at that person right above Malenko's head. All you see is eyes. Well, it, it's a uh, small African American <laughs> child. Who's wearing glasses in a Hulk Hogan bandana? And, 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 and nothing. the reflection <laughs> off the ring lights are hitting his glasses. And it's, I tried uh, to be as politically yeah. correct with that as possible. Yeah, I mean, it's that's fine. Here we go. See, now you Did, cut to commercial on a rest hold. Yeah, well, that makes a little more really sense. Much. Of course, awesome stuff has happened since then. But right. talking about not knowing what to call moves, there right before they cut to commercial. Uh, J- Malenko has JL in, a, in an abdominal stretch to which um, Bischoff calls it a standing grapevine. So, <laughs> whatever. They should just let Mongo call these matches by himself just to see what you get. That's the old uh, Jim Ross, some sort of submission some maneuver. Some sort of submission maneuver. 
all these guys can really go. I mean, I didn't see you the put kid them you in... guys were talking about earlier, but I just caught him a second ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. creepy. Like <laughs> yeah, it's really kind of scary. It's very distracting. <laughs> I can't quit looking at him. <laughs> you can see him smile too. Well, we shouldn't be saying these things. People actually well, listen. No, it's just it's just an observation. Doesn't make us bad people. Okay. Another needlessly complicated arm drag. Okay. <laughs> Someone needs to get rid of that kid for a second. Well, it's just his glasses. I understand they're... what it really is, but it's still funny. <laughs> he looks like a chud. <laughs> oh, man. Go ahead. You're going to say something, weren't you? <laughs> I was going to say something stupid, so you just talk. Yeah, you're good. Um, let's see. What do we got here? Just uh, a lot of good, fast tag team action between all four of these guys. We aren't talking about the match a lot, honestly, because there's too much going on. I mean, we're not professional announcers. We're not going to give you a blow-by-blow of yeah, this not, match. You guys can watch it by yourself. I'm, I mean, I'm no blows. Gonna, I'm not going to mongo this thing. Yeah, we're not going to act like we know what we're talking about. I just think Benoit's offense looks better than anybody's in the business. Because I mean, it's the stiffest. It's because it's real. It's because it's real, right? It's real to me, damn it. I mean, he would... If anybody... It's pretty interesting. If anybody needs to, has read the book uh, Ring of Hell by Matthew Randonzo, it really goes deep into Benoit's psyche about how he was he was obsessed with wrestling. And he was obsessed with the Dynamite Kid and... and uh, you know, sort of replicating his style, but almost a stalkerish obsession. You know, really. they would say they would say Benoit would mess up, you know, mess up a spot maybe a little bit, but nobody really noticed, and he would like physically punish himself for it. And he landed right on the back of his head again <laughs> with that superplex, and it was an awesome looking superplex. Don't do but, it, Benoit. You'll get brain damage. Yeah, I mean, he just absolutely jellies his brain. I don't mean to go off subject, but did you watch Sami Zayn AJ Styles on Brawl last night? Oh, I did. I did not. I watch haven't either, Raw but I read about night. it, and apparently there's a pretty nasty looking spot. Did somebody with get hurt? Sami Zayn landing right on his head. He like, got up and still moved, so he's he not like be, dead. He might be hurt. I, it's just I read I, about I, it. I, I forgot to set my DVR, and I did not watch Raw. So I just I always read the. Best and worst of all on that U Prox. I usually watch their YouTube channel top ten moments, so I watch three hours. So instead of fast forwarding two hours and thirty minutes of a three hour <laughs> show, I watch a five minute YouTube video yeah. and I'm caught up. Yeah. But you know, Sami Zayn, AJ Styles, I would have liked to have seen yeah, that. Yeah, I'm match. gonna watch it probably tomorrow or tonight <laughs> when I'm laying in bed on my <laughs> iPad. Slid. That was that's a pretty good exchange here. Oh yeah, Eddie's on fire. I'm not sure why Benoit was facing away from the action there. He really sold that. Oh, Instaguri flips Malenko over. Eddie's on fire. <laughs> fire, baby. Scott is on fire. So quick tag. Uh, Malenko doesn't realize that. Ooh, ooh that I like neat. that. Malenko or doesn't mm-hmm. or. They don't realize that JL is now the legal man. They did good camera work on catching that tag. Eh. I forget even who's on the team. Is it Guerrero, it's, JL? It's, it's yes. legal. Yes. 
JL JL's legal, but Malenko doesn't realize okay. it. Okay. And that's so that's no DQ on getting tossed over the ropes. No. It was unintentional. So, so Malenko is... Malenko's legal, so we get a victory roll from JL, yeah, and uh, that's a big pin for Jerry Lynn. Yeah. Go, goes over uh, Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit. You'll notice Alex Wright did trip, uh, tripped up Malenko there with his crutches, uh-huh. so a little out, so they don't go over totally clean. Right, right. <clears throat> so a lot yeah. less Hogan shirts in the crowd than you would have saw five years you prior to this. In the front. It. Girls and little kids, basically. Here, and that guy. And you got to think that those shirts were given to him. Mongo yeah. Mongo McMichael just called Alex Wright a cripple. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's PC. Oh, some, loose loose cannon. Here we go. Just attacking work. attacking people for no reason. Heck I yeah. love it. Loose cannon. I'm Brian, a fan Pillman. Of Brian Pillman from and this he time. Spits on him. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Pillman is basically like their Kurt Cobain gimmick. Yes, he just died like a year before this. Not even a year before this. Or after this. It'd no, be something 90, if... It'd be no, he died in 94. Oh, Kurt Cobain died. Kurt Cobain. I thought you were talking about... No, Pillman. well, then Brian like, Pillman died Boy, that'd later, be something. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guy's a hell of a worker. So, uh, yeah, Guerrero just gets DDT'd on the floor by Pillman for no reason. So we're <laughs> seeing him just start to do random acts of violence because he's the loose cannon. Wow. Sherry, uh, Sherry looks good there. That's Sherry Martell. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah, that picture. She, she gets yeah. that way for a while. Oh man, I did not realize that. Hey guys, good news. I just saw in this preview. Uh, I think Vader's going to be there. Oh, oh. right, yeah. Hopefully, did you know there's going to be monster trucks? Hopefully, Hogan gets tossed off a building. <laughs> I'm really rooting for that. <laughs> That'd be cool. <coughs> That's the same flame logo they use for Burger King now. (laughs) (laughs) And then. It's not melting, it's just cracking for some reason. You would think it would be some sort of an ice person inside of that thing, but, well, we'll see later. Here's the thing, Bischoff. Um, You rented this venue, so you can control what comes in and goes out of it because you run this company, but... Got some uh, got some jubblies nice. going on there. You know, nice. I, honestly, for all the nonsense that goes on, they should have said that like Savage was the commissioner. <laughs> that would make because then sense. it makes sense. He's just like, ah, I don't care, do what you want. Bring in a block ice. Okay, have monster trucks K-fabe, on the roof. Kayfabe, the commissioner, is still Nick Bockwinkel, right. and I think they drop that. Like he 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 doesn't really make any appearances or anything. But she's dead, right? She has passed. Yes, okay. sadly. God, her. I did not realize. I mean, she's nuts. But so we have God. face painted idiots. TNT, WCW. All right. Like they were given tickets. By yeah, the way. probably. And he said, probably. We will let you in. We will give you free beer if you if you paint your. The poor face bastards that had to do the W. The C is easy. It's around the outside. The W goes across <laughs> your mouth and up your nose and. Uh huh. Just just lead paint. Yeah, he was he was the short straw. Yeah, it was actually. Lead paint still at that point. Yeah, they do in WCW. Yeah. So here we got uh, Harlem Heat versus Sting and Luger. Look at that. Old lady was not pleased in the crowd. <laughs> She's just not want to be there. Yeah. So we'll see. Stinger is wearing red and yellow. So uh, 
Hogan's not happy about it. He stole his colors. He's, he's not wearing it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the frightened by own yeah. pyro spot. <laughs> I love that. See, and again, I, and I might have mentioned it with Sting's music specifically, but I know there's a few people at the time. Sting's music's great because if you don't know who he is, you just listen to the words. <laughs> that that explains the whole story. He's nice to this little kid right. too, which means he's a baby face. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't cross him or get in his way. <laughs> he, he does this and that. He's also quick as a cat, <laughs> and his name is Sting. Like Jesus, this is it sells itself. I didn't realize how big. I mean, Sting is damn near as big as. Stevie Ray. Yeah. I mean, Steve is pretty uh, in shape. He's a lot bigger guy than you think for as fast as he moves around. If you look, I know there's Man, a couple of some... pictures, but of uh, of of him and and the guy that would eventually be the Ultimate Warrior. They're not. That's exactly what back I was about in, back say, in the yeah. Power Team days. They're what was that the name of their tag team? No, the Power Team is the, the Blade guy, Runners. The, the Blade, Blade Runners. Runner. The Power Team is the guy that rips the phone books in half. Yeah, yeah. They like go around and. Uh, preach the gospel well, and rip phone books in half. They they tell you not to do drugs while doing lots of steroids. They actually came to our high school once. Yeah, no, it was a awesome. power team. You don't remember that? No. The power team was at I our remember high Dan school. Davis. What a dad. That's the only guy I remember. <laughs> no, they, this guy, and it's pretty impressive. One of the guys took a full, like, unopened soda can and crushed it with huh. one hand, like pop. He's it. on steroids. I also the blind guy. I remember the blind guy that we seen drive away. <laughs> Do you remember that where that blind guy talked and we seen him driving from the high school? That seems yes. that seems fishy. Yeah. It's like I think this guy may not really be blind. Yeah. You know there's a conspiracy out there that uh, Stevie Wonder isn't really blind. I thought you were saying this conspiracy that blindness doesn't exist <laughs> no, and it's all a scam no. for money. Like, it's all a work. There there's people out there that think like it's his like, hair looks really good for a blind person. Well, I know he has people do it. He but. probably doesn't do it himself. I know. But there, there is some conspiracy theorists that say Stevie Wonder can see. You know, I bet he gets a lot of chicks just from, for he's sympathy. Freaking, well, he's Stevie, Stevie Wonder. Wonder. Jesus. He's the ebony and ebony and ivory. Yeah, he's the man. So anyway, oh, we've got nice a rest of the match going on. Luger. Wait, yeah. I forgot we were watching Nitro for a second, yeah. You, Grant, you love the double axe handle. <laughs> you mark out for that move for some and, reason. And that one was so poorly executed. <laughs> Just, I'm going to hit you in the shoulder blades as hard he, as I and can. And he jumped about two feet up really. and half a foot out. <laughs> you know who Stevie Ray looks like? A buff Steve Harvey. A little bit. Look at that. I mean, Steve Harvey with muscles. Yeah, I can see that. Maybe He could host family. Maybe it's the same guy. Should have looked up and see what Steve. Just a, you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to look away from it. But Luger has a gigantic wedgie, uh-huh. and just total <laughs> cheek hanging out, yeah. and uh-huh. that will. Do, oh Jesus! <laughs> I don't really want to see Lex Luger's taint. He he wants to pull it out, but he knows he can't. Like watch his right hand. Like he keeps wanting to pull it out. But, you mean, know, props to Luger for not, you know, not pulling it doing out. The, doing the gear adjustment instead <laughs> exactly. of selling the move. Yeah, he It did. may be disgusting, but good job. He wanted to. That's when you ask someone to body slam you and politely pull it out for you. 
Yeah. <laughs> my nuts my nuts hanging out, please. Stellar it's just his ass cheeks hanging out of his freaking <laughs> trunk. That's <laughs> I remember when I watched this match earlier, like I was so distracted I couldn't even tell what was going on. Uh, Clay has a hard time not looking at Lex Luger's ass. That's the uh the takeaway from this episode. Just freaking Look at That's it. why you don't wrestle in black underpants. I, I've never been a fan. Fan. Look, I get it. I, I understand people have wrestled <clears throat> in the short trunks for a long time, but yeah, you don't want your ball falling no. out on on national television. I will say, there's only a few guys that can like actually pull it off and look good. Uh, it, so you know, Hacksaw just looks like your friend's dad. <laughs> <laughs> so. My question is, is Hogan pissed at Harlem Heat? They're wearing red. Yeah, true, Hogan. Why doesn't he have a beef with them? And as we'll find out later in, in years gone by, Hogan is a little racist. He admits it. Yeah, you know, don't, don't make doesn't make you feel quite so bad for Booker T for calling him the N-word that <laughs> no, time. Moral of the story, if you're making a sex tape, don't talk about <laughs> black people. Like, uh, have, have you guys watched that? No, I haven't. The sex tape? Or? Yeah. I, I, I have it. Like have. I'm not going to, but I've I read like what he said. I, I'm, I just I have no interest in seeing that. Like there's literally probably thousands of people I would rather watch have sex on video than Hulk Hogan. Wait, why is she pulling pictures out of her butt? Okay, I um, I noticed that too. I think that's the Colonel Kurosawa's manager. Uh-huh. There's some sort of like love triangle infatuation angle with Sherry and Colonel right. Robert Park. By the way, guys, I, Don't I, ask I just looked at our schedule. It looks like the next episode we're doing instead of Nitro is actually a commentary on the Hogan sex tape. So, Okay, good. Special, Special edition. edition. <laughs> Play-by-play on the Hogan sex tape. He has undone his <laughs> pants. <He's... laughs> uh, just, yeah. called yeah, the woman brother. Sherry looks good. Yeah, I don't ever remember looking that good. So we've got a chin lock here. Um, I, I think Luger's out. I, I think he's out. Yep. Caught, ring the bell. Where's the ding ding guy? That kid in the crowd. There he is again. <laughs> he's hulking up. He's hulking. Got to yep. get mad about yeah, that. Luger hulks up, or Luger's up. Lug's up. Pull your goddamn trunks out of your now ass. Now he's, he's had a chance, surely. Now I think he's just showing yeah, off. Yeah, he couldn't. That is obviously not ice. Yeah, that is plastic. Bad angle, camera guy. Why couldn't they have gotten just a giant block of ice? Like, you had the money. Well, you know, it's only an hour show. I might have, you so know, I, not During this match... When Harlem Heat came out, though, you know. Ooh, Booker T misses the Harlem Hangover. We're probably going to get a hot tag to Sting here. During this match, Heenan actually is conversing with Mongo and asks him what, or Mongo asks Heenan what a Yeti is. Huh. And, uh, or maybe Bischoff. Bischoff, and he, and, and he pronounces it Yeti, just like. Yeti. But Heenan's totally right. He goes, oh, yeah, it's just a big hairy guy, like Bigfoot. Which, he, he's correct. It's an abominable snowman. And uh, we'll, well see he We'll see what we get. Yeah. I don't know why they pronounce it that way. It drives me nuts. Maybe 
Maybe Yeti is like copyrighted and they can't <laughs> pronounce it the same way. I don't know. It's like machete. It's the Yeti. There <laughs> we go. Maybe we're pronouncing it wrong. Maybe it's Scorpion, Scorpion Deathlock. Oh, Stevie Ray interferes. So this is the main event of this show. This show's about over. Yeah, we were just minutes away from... Double yeah. suplex to Luger, but Sting's still the legal man. <laughs> oh, God. The top rope clothesline <laughs> on Booker T. I'm sorry. And he gets the win. Ooh, wait a minute. Oh, and yeah, we got to have these guys run out once yes. per show, sometimes yellow, twice Kevin per Sullivan. show. So Luger's going to eat a choke slam. <laughs> a little disappointed. So something play Luger's music. Sting, yeah. watch here. Sting takes this choke slam, and you see he kind of like giant's hand slipped off of him there. Sting's hurt. Oh, he is? Sting's going to roll out of the ring, and then you see trainers come down. Huh. Like, Sullivan drags him out. Good like, on him. And he calls yeah. for somebody. Like, he goes and tells them, and then we'll see trainers run out. So something happened to Sting there. He has maybe just ever talked about? No, I mean, he, he wrestles at Halloween Havoc, so he's okay. He probably got the wind knocked out of him. He probably got the wind knocked out of him, because I think he mistimed his bump, yeah. because... Giant got him up, and you kind of see him slip a little bit, and then he delivers it. And I bet you he knocked the wind out yeah, of him or probably. something. They're Macho's checking. Yeah, on. they're 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 calling for people to come down. So we get the showdown between Hogan and the Giant in the middle of the ring. You know, it could have yeah. been work if Kevin Sullivan hadn't checked yeah. on him. Right, but Sullivan, I mean, good on him. He gets him out of the ring so nobody like falls on him or yeah. something. But people are down there checking on Sting. And Hogan's getting beat up in the ring, just uh, so we know. Oh, he's hulking up. Look out. He hit his... Did he hit his finisher? I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I think he got choke slammed. I, I yeah, wrong, see? Though. It's, it's yeah. finisher. It's, it's Hulkamania fuel. Yeah. <laughs> Comedy bump into the corner. Mm -hmm. Now here comes the rest of the dungeon <laughs> Silliness. See, you'll see later... That, and I don't want to give anything away to everyone who already knows it, but you'll see later in this situation when fighting an entire stable that, that one of the people that was part of this match is smart enough so, to get a baseball hold bat. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Um, hmm. Speaking of baseball bats, Dillinger has yes. a billy club. <laughs> and he needs to... What if he oh. just waffles Hogan right now? That'd <laughs> be awesome. Hogan, that'd be great. Yeah, Heenan hit him with it. That's awesome. Which Dillinger's playing up that, you know, he's the head of security. Mm -hmm. He's got to keep stuff from going haywire here. <sighs> so, so, this looks happens. like a dick. A <laughs> little That's bit. That's a dick. Looks like a turd. And there's a, a mummy. And a mummy comes turd. out. And there's a mummy, and the show's over. Oh my That's God. it. So, we obviously just saw about a split second of a mummy right there. So, question. Um, So... A Yeti, as I understand it, is a abominable snowman-type creature. That's a mummy. Okay. 
mummies come from where, Zach? From like what? What do you think of when crypt? you think of money, mummies? Like what oh, part Egypt. of the world? Yeah. Egypt. Um, earlier, the master said that that chunk of ice was taken out of the Himalayas. <laughs> so there's some geographical discrepancies going on. Well, the Tibetans were the ones that came up with uh, the whole Yeti concept. Which, which which makes sense, probably, yes. I, the I, Tibetan snow monster. But, that's a damn mummy. Right, and it was a big, basically white Bigfoot. So, the reason why that is a mummy, a little background on the Yeti here. Um, the Yeti is played by Ron Reese, who would go on to be probably best known for being in Raven's Flock as Reese. Uh, really, he, he's actually a little bit taller than the giant. Really big guy. I wouldn't say better known, only known for being in Raven's Flock. Well, and, and the Yeti. But people that know him as Reese. Right. When he was the um, A. The Yeti was originally, originally supposed to be played by uh, Giant Gonzalez, which makes sense. You put him in the hair suit from like WrestleMania 9, that that at least kind of resembles a Yeti. Um, something to do... They, they couldn't come to agreement with Giant Gonzalez, so they get this other big guy, and they think, well, if Gonzalez ends up being able to do it later, we can just unwrap the mummy and have it be Giant Gonzalez. So, Which would have been a pretty big pop, because this is two years after WrestleMania 9. Yeah. Where he was... Giant Gonzalez is is widely considered one of the worst... Right. In, like, he's bad. He sucks at wrestling. But people, but people, know, know, who, him people know who he is, yeah. correct. So that's a little background on the I just, Yeti. I, again, Yeti, I, just, or, you I just couldn't think... afford someone to make a Yeti costume. <sighs> like, really, yeah, there wasn't, there wasn't anyone know. you could fly in and say, here's a million dollars. Yeah, this makes we absolutely need no sense. a Yeti costume. Someone needs... I think, actually, we should write in to kayfabe commentaries, and next time they have a guest booker with Kevin Sullivan, beg them to ask the question, what is the deal with the freaking Yeti? And they may have. I don't know. I haven't yeah, watched all Yeah, that's true. I haven't watched all of them, but um, I, I wonder if Kevin Sullivan does, like, a guest booker 95 or something. Uh, 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 at least put, like, there. a polar bear skin on the guy. Something. Yeah. Anything but yeah. toilet paper. I don't know. It would have made more sense if he was dressed as one of the Coca-Cola polar bears. <laughs> I mean, this is the go-home Nitro before Halloween Havoc, so well, uh, come back with us next time, and we'll have a rundown of the Halloween Havoc pay-per-view, and we'll uh, we'll be here uh, next time on Late to the Nitro Party. Grant, I, no, else? I'll pick it up on the next one. i got to call my cable provider and tell them I want to be part of the biggest thing in history. Right. Kids, get your, parents parents per- get your parents' permission <laughs> before you call. All right. Good night, everybody. See ya.